Welcome back, guys, to the Love Can See podcast. I'm so sorry. It's been so long. I need to get out of this bad habit. I don't know what it is. I have just been distracted, truly. I think it's just one of those seasons where I need to just get back to things and put time into it. But that's why I'm making this episode is we are going to talk a lot about that. And I want this to kind of be almost almost like a part two of my last solo episode about perfection and just continuing that conversation. I think that's a big part of just what I've been going through a lot lately. But as always, before we get into that, we're going to start with some gratitude. And even though I've been distracted, I have a lot to be thankful for. And one being community and even amidst all the distractions, everything going on, I've been trying to prioritize more people and just making time to hang out with people and put more time into my Sisterhood Connect group and growing that and just getting close to just good girls in my life. And I feel like after I've been doing that and putting more time and energy to it, I've opened my eyes to see that like the community I've been praying for has been there the whole time. It just takes effort and energy to put into it truly. And I don't know if I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but it is really true. It's like, where you put your time and energy, you actually do see the payoff from it. And a lot of times things like community aren't just going to come to you. You do have to put the effort into it. And so I've just been seeing that and loving that and loving that in my connect group, I feel like we're all becoming friends and it just isn't like a small group that we go to, but we want to hang out with each other during the week, which is, I think, the whole point of a small group. But it it just is so nice to just have those like-minded people in my life. And on that note as well, I was going to do this one last. That's why I was hesitating. But I'm just going to go ahead and do it because it has to do with community. Yesterday was Memorial Day. I almost said 4th of July. Not there yet. <laughs> almost, almost. But yesterday for Memorial Day, because I'm recording this on Tuesday, um, I went to the beach with one of my friends, Danielle. If she listens to this, hi, shout out. Um, but it was just so nice. Honestly, it was kind of a mess because it was so windy in Malibu. It was wild. But honestly, it made for such a fun time. And I'm glad that we did it. It was such a pretty day despite the wind and something about just being at the beach, being in Malibu, which is my favorite place ever. Probably one of my favorite places in the world. I don't know. It just feels like home to me. I know it's weird because I'm from Texas, but 
I don't know, Malibu's like a home away from home. And I just love it so much. So that's definitely my bucket list this summer, I'd say, is go to the beach more often, go to Malibu more often, especially since I only live 40 minutes away from Malibu. I'm like, why am I not doing this more? So again, just eliminating distractions to make time for things like that. You know, it all goes together. But the last thing that I'm going to mention this week that I'm grateful for is, I guess, moving more towards financial stability and not that I haven't had that because, I mean, my parents have always been willing to help me and I'm so grateful for them. But there's something about being able to pay for things on your own. And I it's not that I haven't been able to do that. I've just really, I think this past month, seen more growth in that area and seeing that, okay, wow, like the career that I chose can offer stability. And I think in the last two years, it's been a little difficult and a little bit rockier getting back into that because the entertainment industry was shut down. And I was just kind of like thrown out there looking for work and things were getting canceled. Things weren't happening. And it was just a really slow time. And now that things are picking back up, I am just seeing that it's possible. And that again, this is something that I have prayed so strongly for and to see it start to happen is truly amazing. Just to see that while like God cares even about our financial security and our financial stability. And, you know, he he really does care about the physical aspect, I guess, of our life and not just spiritual. Cause I think we can so many times compartmentalize those things and be like, God cares about this area of our life, but not this area. He'll answer these prayers, but not this prayer. And I don't know. I feel like that's been a big thing for me really in all of these of just like community, good sisterhood and more career opportunities slash financial security growth, whatever you want to call it. It's just really cool to see how God cares about the absolute details of our life. And I think so many times like he wants to answer those prayers. It's just the matter of bringing them to him because he already knows what is on our heart and what's occupying our mind. And so many times I think it's just him waiting for us to be like, Hey, can you help me with this? And he's so ready to do that. And so that's, that's where I've been. I think with just the gratitude department, I guess you could say is yeah, community, like getting outside, enjoying the friends that I have and just doing fun summer things like the beach. And oh, I also went to Melrose Rooftop Cinema for the first time. And I've been to another rooftop cinema movie theater, but it was downtown. And I don't know, something about the Melrose one. It's so cool because you see it's like the giant screen as per usual on a rooftop, but behind it, you just see the LA mountains. And I don't know, it was like a different level of gratitude of being like, wow, like I live here, you know, like I get to do these things. So just kind of enjoying those moments lately and trying to do more of those things that get me out of my head and 
just bring me more into the moment and the present because I feel like that's what we're meant to do. But anyway, this intro is almost 10 minutes long. So I am going to move into the topic today, which again, I kind of previewed, I guess, a little bit of that it is more of a part two of the last conversation. So if you haven't listened to the episode before this one about perfection, I recommend you listen to it, but you can also listen to to it after. So yeah, it's just kind of a continued brain dump, I guess, of what I've been learning. I feel like what has been on my mind, all of those things, because let's be honest, guys, a lot's been on my mind as per usual, but especially lately, I think just with the season that I'm in of growing in my career, but also finding balance in my social life and just kind of restructuring my priorities, I guess, has been a big thing for me. And I don't know, like if I were, I guess, to just title the conversation or like put a label on what's been going on for me, it's kind of this idea of security starts with you and telling myself that as well as like, okay, like the security I'm looking for, whether it is financial, whether it is spiritual, whether it is physical, whether it is career security or just how I view myself in general, my identity, it does start with me. It's not looking to other people to fulfill that. It's not looking right or left. It's actually looking internally. And that's been a big thing because I've been going through a lot of, I've been going through a lot of different transitions and whether that be in, in my career, like kind of figuring out the next steps because, you know, like I don't want to be an assistant forever. Not that anything is wrong with that at all. It's just, you know, like I have different goals and I get in my head about that and get into comparison with that. And then as well as, I mean, I feel like us as women, and now I'm speaking specifically to women and saying us, um, but I feel like we go through just a lot of different body changes and different seasons of just how we view ourselves, how we view our bodies. And there's been a lot of that too, you know? And again, like, I don't know if it's like hormonal issues. I don't know. I genuinely have no idea, but it's just kind of like finding security in that as well. of like who I am, who like my, just my identity overall, I guess is what I'm trying to say is just finding security in that and letting the insecurity fall off and finding security of who I am internally and in all areas of my life. So that's been a big, big part of that, I would say. And then on top of that, um, I have also been thinking about transitioning out of Hillsong College, nothing to do with like the church at all. I still am like very involved at Hillsong, love Hillsong LA, all the things, but it's just, 
I feel like with school and with work, it's been hard for me to find balance and like serving at church and like being part of sisterhood and leading a connect group. It's one of those things that I've realized that, okay, more is not always more. And it's not necessarily a bad thing to let go of things and to just be in tune to the season. And that if the season is changing, if the page is turning, like it's okay to lean into that. So that's kind of where I've been. And I had a conversation this past week with one of my best friends, Lindsay, and she is truly just always the best, like knows what to say. We have these calls that we call therapy appointments, even though, you know, like, I mean, I believe in therapy. I go to therapy. I haven't been in a while, but technically I felt like I did with Lindsay. So it's, it's one of those things where I'm like, not dissing therapy at all. Like sometimes we do need actual professional help, but sometimes we do just need a good, safe friend who knows us really, really well to talk to. And that's what I needed. So the other night called Lindsay, I was like, Hey, I need a therapy session, like SOS basically. And we talked about all of these different components, I think of just identity, security, what it means to us in that way, like where I'm going, where she's going, like what our goals are and actually verbalizing those goals. And I think there's something that is so powerful about that because as I was saying to her, like for me, I find myself constantly afraid to voice my goals, if that makes sense, because I almost don't see myself as worthy or I think that my ideas or my dreams are crazy. Like even starting this podcast, it's like, why am I doing this? Like, that's so dumb. Who is going to listen to this? Like, who's going to watch? Like, this is stupid. Why, why would I even want to start this? Like, why would I put myself out there? It's just all of those different thoughts. And so many times I'm like, my gosh, are people going to laugh at me because I want to do this? Whether it be podcasting, styling, whatever. It's like, is it comical how crazy my ideas are that I can dream big? And I think it goes back to me thinking that my dreams are almost bigger than God. And that's so not true. Like if God is the creator, you know, and he gave us this ability to dream, to connect to him because he put that creativity inside of us. And I mean, it goes back to everything this podcast is about, right? And we were just talking about this idea and she so wisely pointed out that and kind of stopped me in my tracks as I was like telling her everything. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm literally crazy. Like, why do I even dream these things? Like, it makes no sense. And she was just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, God's not laughing at your wildest dreams. Like, it might seem insane to you, but it's not too big or too crazy for God. Like, God's not laughing. 
you know, like he's taking all of our dreams, he's noting them and he's looking even deeper inside to see what the desire is behind that dream. And he's never looking down at us and being like, oh my gosh, this girl, this girl really thinks she couldn't do that. Like she crazy, she crazy, like, no. And God, is it that mocking voice at us? It's like, I, I feel like we so often impose our insecurities on God and God's like, no, I'm, I'm trying to actually be your security, not your insecurity. And I believe in you, whether you believe in you or not. And that's a huge thing for me because I have to remember that, okay, if, if God's not laughing at me, why do I do that to myself? You know, like why do I mock my own dreams when God's the one that gave me the ability to have that dream? And he's the one that planted the seed. And I think it kind of all goes back. And this is like such a roundabout episode, I feel like, of just brain dumping. So I apologize. But I think it does go back to at least, I don't know, I can't speak for everyone. But for me, I think where the insecurity often comes from is I want to see the end result when God is actually in control of the dream coming to fruition. God puts the seed inside of us. He allows the creativity to prosper, but it's really his job to see how it actually grows. We have to water it, but even, you know, even if, I mean, I'm not a gardener by any means whatsoever, but if you water a plant, you know, like the consistency obviously makes the seed grow, but we have no control over how big the plant grows. We have no control over that. Our only control is literally to water it consistently. That's it. And I feel like we forget that with our dreams because we're like, oh my gosh, I can see it, like the finished result, what it's going to look like, all of this. And so often, I think more often than not, like it doesn't look exactly how we pictured it. It's always better. Don't get me wrong, but it never looks exactly how we pictured it. Our job is to water the seed. God's job is to make it grow. And I think that's so crucial in when we are dreaming and when we're giving our dreams to God that, okay, yes, we can believe in ourselves. We have to work consistently, but that's it. Like that's all we're called to do. And it's okay. Like we can be consistent where we are and just continue to trust God with the end result. It's one of those challenges, I think, for me, because I do so badly want to be there. I so badly just want to get there. And I think it's a tension of having confidence, of believing in ourselves, of checking our intention, checking how we view our dreams, how we view ourselves, if it lines up with God, but also having enough humility to trust God and to ask him, okay, if I'm not there yet, what do you actually want me to learn now? Because 
clearly you're preparing me for what's to come, but I don't want to go into the next season unprepared. And so again, I think it's just the tension of holding our dreams with open hands before God and saying, Hey, like I'm acknowledging the seed that you're giving me. I'm committed to watering it, but also if it's not for me, I have it here and it's okay if you choose to take it away, if you choose to grow it, the end result is yours. I have it with open hands. You know, I'm not going to just clench, clench. That's not a word. Clench, clench it with my fist so tightly that, you know, no one can see it. And I think more often than not, God is waiting for the open hand because if we have such a clenched fist over the seeds that he gave us, he can't do anything with it because we're trying to protect it ourselves. And if we're being disobedient in that, he's not going to bless it. For me, that's something that I do have to constantly work on is just presenting my dreams, ideas with open hands and also letting doubt be an opportunity for God's strength. Doubt doesn't have to be this bad thing or it doesn't have to be a weakness, but it's actually such an opportunity to lean into God and to also learn from him and to ask those big questions like, what are you teaching me? What do you want me to know? What am I lacking in? What do I need to change? And that I think is where the humility comes in because where there's doubt, there also has to be humility. <laughs> and there also has to be a learning opportunity to say, okay, so I'm doubting. I believe but help my unbelief and help me to maybe see what I'm missing because I thought I had it all together, but now I'm doubting. So now I, I realize how badly I need you, God. It's looking for those teachable moments, I think. And that I think is such just, I guess, a common thread through all of this is just being teachable and being open to what God has, looking for moments like the beach and like a movie and friends to just enjoy where we are. Because if we're not happy with where we are right now, then we're never going to be happy when we get there. And I think, again, I know I've said this before with social media, but it's so easy to just scroll and to be like, oh my gosh, they look so much happier because they have the big house, the nice job, the perfect family, the nice husband with the great, like great yard, all the things, you know, like white picket fence, American dream. And we don't see what's actually behind the scenes. And I think something that I've noticed as well, this ties into insecurity is the temptation to see something that is so great, so beautiful, and then demean ourselves. That is such a lie. Just because someone else is 
beautiful or has a nice job, a nice family, just, you know, the online version of a perfect life that doesn't actually take away from your own beauty. It doesn't take away from your own success and it doesn't take away from your future. I think that's something that is so, so crucial to just grasp and to accept that we can admire other people. We can admire their accomplishments. We can admire who they are, their life, what they look like without taking away anything of who we are, anything of what we're accomplishing. It doesn't have to be this comparison scale of, oh, they're better or, oh, I'm not worth, like, it doesn't have to be that. And I think once we get that, it frees us up to actually step into what God has for us that, wow, okay, I can admire what other people are doing. And I can also be proud of myself at the same time and at the same level of respect and admiration that we are living this life together and God has placed different callings on our life. And he also sees us as equals that God doesn't pick favorites. He's not saying, oh, like this person is better. This person's eh, this person. No, like don't love them. No, God loves us all. Jesus died for each of us equally. And I think that's so, so important to grasp of just being secure in who we are and being secure in even who others are and that, okay, like we aren't called to be whoever on Instagram, like they are already taken. That account is already taken. Like we, we can't be them. We can only be who we are right now. And as soon as we master that, then God will trust us with more. And I think it's how we master that is choosing to be content, choosing to look for the good in the everyday, choosing not to compare ourselves, but taking the assignment that we have today. And we do have assignments every single day to love, to be loved and to trust God. And I think that is so, so important to grasp that our purpose does start today and it doesn't, you know, start when we have everything together. Like this is actually the foundation of our future. And it's also a time that we won't get back. Like we will never get back Tuesday, May 31st, 2022. Like that day after today is done. And how we used that day is done. Like we can't do anything over. And same with even longer seasons, like the season of building, the season of, you know, laying the groundwork for our career, our relationship, whatever it is, you know, of just how we see ourselves. It starts today and, you know, like time's going to pass no matter what, like the clock keeps ticking. It doesn't stop for anybody. And the foundations that we're laying, the words that we're saying to ourselves today, the actions that we're taking, you know, how we carry ourselves 
in our work, in our relationships, all of that, you know, how we're spending our time, the habits that we're building, literally every little thing, we are never going to get this season back to build that. And it could be scary to think about because I can look at my life and be like, wow, like I have built some unhealthy habits of scroll time of, you know, just wasting time of too much time on my phone of too much time doing nothing of too much time worrying about things that haven't happened and honestly probably won't happen, you know, and we can spend so much time or I can spend so much time doing that. And then I stress myself out of, oh my gosh, you know, what life am I building? But the good news is, I guess on the other side of all that is that, you know, tomorrow is a new day. And that if we don't like the habits or the foundations that we're building today, there is a tomorrow. But the importance is that we do start tomorrow and that, you know, we don't keep wasting the season that we're in or spending a whole season worrying, spending a whole season, you know, stressing ourselves out when God's called us to be here for a reason and he has us in the season for a reason. So why not, you know, be thankful for it? Why not ask questions of, wow, okay, what can I do now? What can I do today? What are my intentions? How can I build a strong foundation? And through all of this, I think of first Corinthians nine twenty seven, and I'm going to read it out of the message translation as usual. I just, I don't know. I think the message translation is just so good. It says, and this is Paul talking. He says, I don't know about you, but I'm running hard for the finish line. I'm giving it everything I've got. No lazy living for me. I'm staying alert in top condition. I'm not going to get caught napping, telling everyone else all about it and then missing out myself. What sticks out to me in this is this idea of training. We're all training for something, right? And our habits are all building blocks of that training and it points in the direction that we're headed. So if we don't like the direction we're headed, then we need to change courses. We need to change how we're training our mind, how we're training our body, how we're training our spirit, our thoughts, all of it. And training takes time, commitment, consistency, and humility. When you're undergoing training, right? Whether it be physical training, spiritual training, whether you're in school, whether it's just how you live your life, the habits you're building, it takes, you know, setting aside time, scheduling time. I've been in seasons even right now where I'm trying to break unhealthy habits where I literally have to schedule time and put it in my calendar if it's a habit that I want to create. For instance, like if I want to work out for 30 minutes in the morning, I literally put it in my calendar because I'm like, if it's not there right now, I'm not going to do it, you know? And same with even Bible study and journaling. I want to get back into doing it, not just at night, even though it's great. Like I find my day goes better if I start my day in his word, even if it's just reading one verse. So I have to put it in my calendar. It's part of training and it's part of time. And in that, 
It's also part of commitment. And with commitment then comes consistency. And with consistency also comes humility because when we break consistency, when we break a commitment, then we have to look back one, give ourselves grace and also say, okay, what is it that I can learn? What is it that I can change? And if maybe it didn't work out how I thought it would, you know, whether it's a habit or whether let's say for school, if you don't pass the test or pass the class, then it takes humility to look at that, learn from it, learn from the mistake and say, okay, I'm going to do it again and not get mad or get resentful if our answers are turned down or if we're corrected. And I've been in multiple situations like that where my first response, whether it's is a bad grade or whether it is, you know, something that happens at work, I have to turn inwardly and be like, okay, what is it that I can learn from this? You know, do I need to revisit my priorities? Do I need to revisit my commitment or my consistency? What area is it that I'm lacking? And just taking that feedback, praying over it and working through it. It's definitely not an easy lesson, but I think it's an important one and one that I've definitely, definitely been going through. And I think over time, it does build that foundation of strong security. I don't want to be, you know, 10, 20 years down the road and look at the foundation that I'm building now and be like, well, like, no wonder it's not sustainable. I I don't want to get caught in that place where I'm on rocky ground. I want to build a sustainable career, a sustainable life now and learn the lessons that I need to learn early, honestly. And so I can have just a longer period of joy, a longer period of just peace and happiness and all those things that we are searching for that I think so many of us are like, oh, I'll have that one day, but why not have it today? Because those things are given to us from God. And we can learn from him and follow him. And it really just takes, like this verse says, training. It takes no lazy living. It takes staying alert, keeping our mind, our body, our soul in that top condition and aligning ourselves with God. That's kind of where I've been. It's a big journey, but it's a good one, a hard one, but I think it's worth it in the long run to build just, like I said, a sustainable, a secure life of good, solid relationships of, again, just a great career and all of those things. Because at the end of the day, like, you know, our career isn't everything. I think it really does come down to finding fulfillment in our community and the impact that we have on other people. It's actually not so much about ourselves as we think. And not everyone is looking at us because everyone is worried about their own stuff they got going on, right? But what people do look at and what people do remember is 
how we treat each other and how we go about our days, how we make a difference in our life, through our careers, through our relationships, through just how we carry ourselves. I think that's one of the biggest compliments we can get is just, wow, like you carry yourself differently. You're always filled with joy. And that's something that I want to aspire to is being someone who spreads light, who spreads joy, who carries themselves differently and who makes people stop and pause and just notice that and attract that. So that's what I have for today. I hope it encourages you. I hope it challenges you. And again, if you like this episode, of course, leave a like and review. I think we can now also leave reviews on Spotify. So if we can, awesome. I highly appreciate it. It does help. And be sure to follow me at the Love Kinsey podcast. And until next time, Bye.